Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Niger's Geeking Out. I'm Wally and with me is Cakes. How's, how are you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good, Wally. Um, hello, everyone in podcast world. Uh, great to be back. Um, <laughs> let's get right into it. Cool. Uh, joining us again is uh, the world's greatest Snyder fan, still riding high <laughs> on a wave of euphoria. <laughs> Having watched the greatest <laughs> Zack Snyder superhero movie ever released, Wonder Woman, um, also known as Tunde. How's it going, man? Tunde, I'm not yeah. so good. I don't know why I'm trying to twist the knife in today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not so sure why you're doing that about Wonder Woman today, so... Yeah. Well, well, well. We will not be speaking about Wonder Woman today, however, because uh, unfortunately it hasn't yet been released in lots of places. Um, so we'll save that for a future podcast. But uh, yes, as you heard, Tunde thinks Wonder Woman is the best film that Zack Snyder ever made. And since Zack Snyder makes all the best films, he prob- that means that... what. He- best film that was ever made in the history of films (laughs) and the man you just i will not stand for this slander please (laughs) (laughs) okay and the man that you just heard uh disagreeing or rather asking what um when we mentioned the gospel of snyder as according to tunde is none other than uh returning regular red how's it going red Good. Glad I could make it this time around. Um, I'm good. How's everyone? We're all doing good, man. We're doing good. Um, and then, of course, there is our esteemed host, Dakborg. Take it away, Dakborg. Hi, everybody out there in podcast land. Um, yep, back for another week to talk about comics. And as we do, we're wasting no time at all. We're going to jump straight in. And this week, we're going to start... Of, and I, I think most people here should have um, read this comic. And so we're going to start off straight away with Batman <laughs> 105. Yes, indeed. I, I'm just going to keep quiet at the beginning and just let you guys have fun. And then I'll let you know if you. <laughs> I, actually, <laughs> I want to be very gracious about this comic and I'm going to let Tunde. Take the floor. Do you, you know what? What? what what's your feeling uh, with this comic today? Batman One Hundred Five. It's it's a comic. It's a comic that came out this week. <laughs> just just a comic. Oh, okay. So <laughs> okay. So about oh, Batman One Hundred Five, we are following up with we are following up with Bruce Wayne and his best friend, Ghost Maker. And when you read their dialogue in this particular comic, you can actually see how insane and mad these both characters are with the way they are talking, with the ideas they propose, with the solutions they think are the best solutions. I'm not sure if that's intentional. I'm not, I don't think it is. But the one thing that struck me out was that I'm reading about two very mad people who think they can fix the world. And who think they are their version of morality is actually correct? So whenever they're talking, I'm always just wondering, like, what is there something 
Tini on his Indian towards. And Napoli, no, he was just about reuniting the best friends together. And... <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So just just to clear things up for, for listeners, Batman 105 seems to be the end. I don't know whether it's really the end, but it seems to be the end of a saga that has been going on in the Batman universe um, that involves a number of weird and interesting characters, one of which is a guy called um, Ghost Maker. Isn't that it? Ghost Maker, that's right. Ghost Maker. Yeah who's kind of like the anti-Batman, like he wears white and all that. And he's like this badass ghost maker. Um, and he's this, uh, he's this random guy that's apparently trained with Batman and blah, blah, blah. We've never heard of him. Random now. is a good word because for, we, like you yeah, said, we've, we've he, never he heard of him. Popped up out of never nowhere. Of we've never heard of him for, for like zero reason. I ha- only God knows why. Um, and they've been going after this little kid um, called the clown clown hunter right yeah Yeah, the clown hunter who apparently has been um killing joker's sidekicks is that correct yes 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 Yes. yeah yeah so um i didn't read the comic before this one which is one of the reasons i decided to sit back and let Sunday carry it away um and so when i started it off and saw uh inexplicably this 10 year old child had a samurai sword to Harley Quinn's neck and she was there crying her eyes out. I was like, wait, what? What happened to Harley Quinn's plot armor? So can someone please explain to me exactly how that happened? Oh, <laughs> you only need her plot armor when she's fighting Superman and Wonder Woman. She doesn't have it for regular things. Flash. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, I still think she had a plot armor because if not, she should be dead anyway. I mean, you know, based on what we know about Clan Hunter, previously, up to this point, there's no logical reason why he didn't kill her. It is so stupid. I'm, I'm very sorry, but I'm going to have to go on a bit of a rant here. No, before you start this rant. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> there's a cliche that I hate so much. <laughs> anyway, go on, Grab a ticket. Dapper wants to rant first. You've got to lose it. Don't worry. You know what that comic reminded me of? Tell me. And I'm going to say this in all seriousness. I know people, you're going to laugh when I say it. <laughs> this was an episode of Air Arrow. Oh, God, you've got it. That's it. true. You it have got it. That's true. That's oh, true. Terrible. That's true. That's very true. You had all the... All the pre- I, don't watch, I don't watch Arrow, so I don't know. Oh, you know what? Do you watch... Do you watch any CW out. show? Any you read, at all? You read Arrow. You read one of Arrow. I mean, I know, yeah, but... <laughs> yeah. CW show, maybe Flash. So uh, you know how you know you know how they talk down the bad guys in Flash. Yes. Hey, yeah. I know this isn't you. And yeah. uh, you know that crap. Patronizing. Oh my it god! Was ter- it was terrible. And here it is in the comic. Oh god! <laughs> it, it was terrible. They 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 hardly preached and talked about how she's trying to change and all this kind of BS. And and he bought it. This is the guy who's been going around killing henchmen with no qualms. Up to this point, and you had to me what be one of his biggest prize. This is Harley Quinn, of course, absolutely. This is Harley yeah. Quinn. He's been rolling with Joker for years before she yeah. like kind of turned her back on her. And, and after like her speaking for one minute, you know, she, she talked him down. Oh god, it was terrible. And no, it was he started crying. Terrible. He had tears in his eyes. 
Yeah, I, I, want to, I want to cry. <laughs> and then he dropped the sword, so and then he rubbed out like leave me alone, like like a child. Yeah, and, I mean, and then the other cliches that happened that I just couldn't stand. So there was that cliche of oh, uh, we just talk down the bad guy. Oh no, and then he goes ah, and then he doesn't, he doesn't do something. Then there was the thing where, um, okay, so while she's talking him down, yes, Batman is um handcuffed or he's bound or he's otherwise incapacitated right so he can't save her um and so the cliche one of the cliches is that while you're talking down the bad guy he's just kind of standing there then the guy that's going to save you frees himself and then comes and beats up the bad guys kind of punishing him for being so stupid as to stand there <laughs> funny so, enough that didn't happen this time around because someone asked did. a question wait someone asked a question how can we yeah. make something that's even worse and still <laughs> a cliche so what happens well <clears throat> batman doesn't use any extra skill to free himself oh no he just randomly gains superhuman strength and goes and such a smashes free with super strength. Incredible, incredible, incredible Hulk. <laughs> he, 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 and, and I, I had, a, I, I really had an issue with that because he, like you said, like he, he snaps his, his, you know, his binds, yeah, you know, and then he pulls out a batarang from somewhere, <laughs> throws it, he throws it to Harley Quinn across the room, like, hey Harley, free yourself. <laughs> And then Harley catches it, and then she snaps her own like uh, her, yeah. her her constraints, yeah. and then like she and she and Clown Catcher like have their thing, and then yeah, I'm like, where is this batarang coming from? Like you know, okay. Batman yeah. has been so, so, so okay, so that's so that's just one of the many sort of technical okay. problems and issues. So yeah, okay, so batarang whatever he pulled it out of, I don't know his bat. Yeah, his ghost uh, dimension. Bat. Yeah pouch or something yeah. exactly you know you only god knows where he has a utility belt in his ear in his ear, <laughs> nasal cavity or something you know yeah special technology shrinks and grows. The, the bottom line is that after they did all that you're like okay so she's free and then you're like okay no now you don't need to talk down the bad guy anymore oh no 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 we're going to talk that we're going to continue talking down the bad guy so she proceeds to talk down the guy and he starts crying and then she gives him back his sword and she's like kill me if you want it's your choice and batman's like no and she's like no if he wants to kill me he should be able to it was so terrible oh my god it didn't even occur to me but it's very very all right exactly and then he does the the standard thing that you see on every bad tv show he screams and he stabs the chair and you're like wow now this doesn't this this can't happen in real life for some reason it's a cliche on bad television and and why do we have this in comics now it it doesn't even end there and and what annoys me more more is james tinian is better it's better than this and then but, he went, but yeah, did you miss something? Maybe maybe this is rated um nine. Maybe it's for under ten. <laughs> you know what I think? I, I, what I think. I think that he didn't want to write this stuff, right? And somebody forced him to shit out a script. I, I that, oh, maybe, that's what I, I think. Maybe I signed to a contract. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree, agree with Wally. Because I that... disagree with that actually. Yeah, what? I don't, I don't, I don't agree. I don't. Do you, like, do I you really think this is a story by someone who's trying? Can I make one point here, and then yeah. today I want you to see why you disagree. The, to, to me, this whole bit about Kylie Queen was the first part that started annoying me, but it's a, it's a resolution, and I, I'm using air quotes here, between Batman and Ghost and uh, Ghostmaker. Oh my god! It, it's almost like oh, yeah, it, that was bad. 
It was almost like, oh, actually, I've got to make these people who are like mortal enemies for the last three issues. I've got to make them friends now again quickly. Oh, they're gonna have a little chat that makes no sense. And they were quipping. Oh, they, they, they were, they were having this friendly chat, and then they were like, you know what? Let's let's just stop fighting. Let's squash this. Let's come on. I, and he was like, you know what? I know all your guys were out there waiting to to attack me. And Batman was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you know. So I told them not to attack, so that we can have our little chat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but wait, I think this oh. is what James no, was actually going for from the beginning. He wanted to bring Ghostmaker into the wanted to Batman introduce family. a new character into the Bat the family. Batman. Exactly. So that, that is, is what, what this entire story has been about. That is genuinely Ghostmaker Ghost and okay. what I really wanted to do. So since this is so, comics, both Ghostmaker and Clown ha- Clown Hunter was a story of redemption. He's trying to redeem these characters, and instead of putting any thought towards it, any any serious storytelling into how he's going to redeem the characters, he goes about it in the worst way possible. Worst. Well, really okay, so, but then that's, that's one thing. So, okay, so it's comics, and it's Big Two comics. So we all know that with Big Two comics, sometimes you've got to get a character, you've got to introduce them. So if there's something a little bit wrong, and the, we, we, we ignore it. So we've been reading these comics for, like, decades now, so we're used to it. Like, oh, well, whatever. It's a great character. You shove him in there. Who cares about whether the story makes sense or not? When they're adapting it, the people adapting it will fix it. Um, what that leaves me with now is this. What is the point of Ghostmaker? What role does he, what niche does he occupy? What, what purpose does he serve? You know, um, yeah, I think he said it in the comics, he said it in this particular issue that Ghostmaker sees this as an art more detached to the whole fixing the world thing while Batman is driven by vengeance. Ghostmaker is supposed to be the antithesis of Batman in that direction where he wants to fix the world in a very ruthless manner compared to Batman's rule by the all kind of thing. So he's basically occupying the same niche as Red Hood I guess. Right. So or okay. someone that actually beat up Batman. So can, can I also point out one thing here now? We now literally, we now have three characters that Batman is, is implicitly signed off on them, of, on them murdering people. Oh, no, 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 no. They, they specifically had a rather forced to rather forced conversation where um, Batman told him that he shouldn't kill people. No, 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 um, no, 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 I'm saying they're murderers. They're okay. No, they, they have killed people. They, they, yeah. they, they have, they have, they have, yeah, they have murders in their oh, they, they have murders in their and, past. And it's giving them a pass. I see. Right. Uh, blatantly a pass. Clan hunters killed loads. His, his, his new best friend has killed loads. Yes. And, and will, he will continue to kill, kill loads. In his own Harley <laughs> has killed. Yeah, that's true. Harley has killed. Harley has that, killed. That it's just a joke. Red, well, they, red, have, red. they have a change of hearts. All they have more from them. They've changed their hearts. <laughs> good guys. I mean, that's the well, best Here's the thing, right? Uh, there the there are a number of fundamental... Um, contradictions with Batman as a story anyway. So we just have to swallow them uh, because this is a legacy character. If this character was created now, um, nobody would ever get away with it. Um, so Batman's, th- there's the whole idea of Batman killing or not killing. Um, Batman um, says something in this comic claiming about how easy it would have been to kill Joker's associates and to kill Harley 
Um, but he never yeah. did so because if he does that, nobody learns. Not addressing the fact that not killing them means lots of innocent people die. Um, yeah, right. And, so and who's learning? My, my, issue, my, my issue is not with Batman not killing. I've got no issue with Batman not killing. People can have that as a... But at the same time, it's, it's a hypocrisy of him now letting murderers... Other people kill. Go, go the street, and, 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 and almost implicitly signing off on it. And it's getting more... It's getting, in the past, they used to kind of play it down a bit in the comics. So like Red Hood, they also had an excuse why Batman did not bring Red Hood in. Or, you know, there's always a reason why... Yeah. But it's like they, they, they give up trying. In this comic, they basically gave up trying. It's just like, Clive Hunter should never be let go. I'm sorry. Even, even though I agree with what he was doing, it was, it was yeah. killing hoodlums. But it makes me think about, it makes me think, I don't know whether this is me putting certain writers on a pedestal or something, but I can't, I can't imagine a writer like Alan Moore writing this kind of story and letting it go. You know, because I mean, in those days, when, when you read those Batman stories or even sort of like Judge Dredd, um, there was always something about the story that pulled you back to that character's principles. Um, so Judge Dredd, for example, he would have this this heartwarming exchange with someone who had committed a crime at some point, and you'd think he was just going to let it go, but then he'd be like, "Actually, I can't let you go because you did this, <laughs> right?" And you just expected that. And um, I, I feel Alan Moore's Batman was kind of like that as well, where he just had these principles that he just wouldn't break. And so if if we have him sort of like slavishly sticking to the idea of not killing people. He should want to bring murderers to justice, right? Yeah. Um, well, at the very least, not bring them into his team and not and not effectively say, let's work. It's, it was ridiculous because honestly, I, I, I was so certain that I had missed some pages. I was like, oh, okay, I, I, something happened. I mean, I, I, I mean, they were literally just fighting with swords. Yeah, Ghostmaker slashes Batman's back and he's bleeding and like literally in, in a panel he's coughing out blood and then all of a sudden they just start talking and he's like oh man oh I really you know uh, that move you did you know that was really cool blah 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 oh you know I, I had guys across the I was like ah <laughs> yeah, they, they were you, having a bro match. It was it was weird. And then yeah. the next thing, the next panel, they're both running off to go save someone. I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> oh. But for those listening to the podcast, uh, what yeah. what Cakes just demonstrated was basically the Batman and Robin. The Adam, yeah, the Adam West and, and yeah, just and running the, off to yeah, yeah. Run, running running off into the God knows what, and that, and literally oh. that that sums up what happened. What's happened in this? Yeah, comic. It was, so, yeah, I mean, for everybody out there, it was a. I mean, I would say read it so that, you know, we might sound a bit harsh on the, on the comic, but you guys go and read it. James Cinema 4, I have a lot of respect for him. Um, but this, this issue has done a bit of damage to his reputation. It just did not flow well. And that's why I felt maybe there were some editorial decisions, but maybe not. Maybe maybe this was what he wanted to write. I don't know. It, it just, it was totally uneven. It was full of CW rubbish. <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe they want to introduce Ghostmaker to a CW show. Or maybe he signed a contract. Maybe signed a contract that had to put out something before the end of the year. <laughs> I, I, I thought, and the thing is, I, I actually thought, because we'd been reading this from, I think, issue 101 or so was the That's build right, up yeah. to this. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of assumed that this would, like, Ghostmaker would, and this might this might be on me. I thought he'd be some sort of Moriarty esque. Um, other side of the coin, you know, a super oh, okay. genius as well. 
same training, sees the same things Batman sees, but they're approaching it in different ways. So he's, he might even, I'm even happy for him to have his own family in the background and exactly. say, look, I have my you own Robin, what? you know whatever what, he's going to be called. I, I know we were about to stop talking about Batman 105, but you've reminded me about something about this book. When I actually started reading it, I was really, I was sort of interested by the, yeah. the discussion that they had, you know, they, they went back in time and showed when they'd finished their training. Um, and Ghostmaker was like, all right, Batman, come, let's go. Let's be bros. Let's go around the world. Let's change the world. And Batman was like, no, no, no. I want to go and beat up criminals in Gotham. Um, and they had the falling out and they left each other. <laughs> I sort of liked that conversation they had because Ghostmaker was, was actually giving this. You liked it? Yeah, he was he was he was giving this um, this argument that a lot of people give about Batman, where you say, if Batman really wanted to change the world and he had all these resources, why is he just going to beat up criminals in Gotham? Why doesn't he um, make why doesn't he make sensible use of his resources? Why doesn't he go and um, expose a lot of corrupt politicians? Why doesn't he systematically take down the crime family? Yeah. You know, that sort of a thing. And Ghostmaker was like, this is how we're going to do it, right? And um, um, Bruce was like, well, you're a psychopath. I'm not a psychopath. I'm not going to do that. I care about people. I'm going to go save people because I care about the people. By beating up. Save. Exactly. So, and then the conversation then, yeah, then goes, to, okay, but you know, we're both insane, right? I, I, I'm, I'm mad. But I'm mad because I'm a psychopath. And you're mad because you want to go and beat people up on the street, right? Uh, you know, it, it's, it, right. it was, okay. yeah, it, it, guys, yeah. It was, okay, well, I, 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 I will continue. I think I'm, I think I'm done with it. Yeah, let's let's wrap that up there because I I could talk about I I can rant about this all day long, but we will just be going over the same ground again. And guys, you go out there, read it. If you got any views, if you if you disagree with us, I want I want people to come in if you you really disagree with us. I agree. Yeah, yeah, twenty two pages. Go go pick it up. I can say reward DC for this, but whatever. It's Batman. (laughs) Right. So the next cover we're going to talk about um, is from Image. And it's 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 Kickass versus Hit Girl. Um, I'm, I'm not sure how many people have read this at all. Is anybody else read it apart from me? I read it. I read it. Yeah, yeah. I I read it. I read it. That's I was I was a bit, I issue one uh, and two. So this was two. So I yeah, I read one to get a bit of context. As just well. to okay. give some background, and because people, people might have missed this, there's been books about the new Kickass for okay. a while, and and Hit Girl has, also has a comic running parallel. So this is almost like a crossover event where they yeah. come across together. So if you're reading it, you think, oh, it's just started. No, no, they, you know, there's, there's been some background to it. Now, Hit Girl in the comic is the Hit Girl we all know. It's the same Hit Girl, um, Mindy, same girl. But the Kick-Ass is obviously is not the Kick-Ass from before. It's somebody else who's picked up the costume. Well, it's, it's a woman, actually, a, a black mm-hmm. lady. She's picked up the costume and she's been taking on drug lords at their own game. And she's been stealing their money and then using it for uh, her own purposes, also to fight crime and protect some other women off the off the street. But she's done it. She's done it. She's done too good a job. Now that all the other drug guys are in her own book, they're banded up against her, and she they're, they're about to take her down. But this book itself is about kick, hit girl, basically hearing about this woman, this other person going around calling themselves kick ass, and we all understand, we all know the relationship between hit girl and kick ass. 
So she's not very happy about that until she's come to <laughs> comes to town to take on uh, to come to Kaz. Um, Kex, what did you think about it? What did you think about the book so far? Um, only two issues in. It's only two issues in. Yes, so it's only two issues. And I'll be honest, <laughs> hand on heart, I did not know that we had a new. I didn't. I didn't know we had a new um, Kickass. Okay. I didn't. <laughs> so, were, you, were you shocked? I was when I saw the when when I saw the cover. I was like, "Why does Dave look black?" Because <laughs> I was like, "Okay." So when I started reading, so I was like, "What is going on?" <laughs> Dave's got hips. <laughs> so when I, 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 I appreciated the fact that the comic was um, anatomically. That is a beautiful black woman. Oh yes, indeed. Beautiful. Anyway, um, Beautiful. I distracted you, Cakes. Yes. Continue. Yes. Almost uh, stallionesque, um, my friend uh, Wally. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Uh, but yeah, so so I, I so that now prompted <laughs> me to even do some further back reading. So that this was my last week, just catching up on, you know, what happened and um, um, and I, and I just read like I think what the the previous volume of hers to catch up on why how she's doing what she's doing and so. She, she's a she's a military trained she's a military yes. trained person so she's quite systematic and she's really good with guns and weapons and tactical training all that good stuff the comic itself the art is all right um i i i i must admit i didn't get into it because i i found myself not particularly caring what happened to her okay. i didn't feel any real empathy um she felt she did feel she felt very much like a criminal to me. She felt like a like a like a like a boss, like a crime boss. So I I, I couldn't I couldn't empathize with her. Uh, so when Kickass showed up, uh, when Hit Girl, sorry, showed up at the end, and because they only really got into it, they only really had a clash at basically the last panel. Uh, one thing I did appreciate while reading this was I I I, I think I'm absolutely in love with Hit Girl. <laughs> he is a very very well trained. Uh, um, um, killer, yeah. very well trained. You know, she, she's, you know, the kickass that we, uh, the, the hit girl that we know from the movies, and yeah. then you know we're seeing her in comic form, and she's brilliant. You know, and everyone always underestimates her because they see her as a child, but you know, whether it's swords or guns, she's amazing. Uh, it's a little graphic, uh, you know, it's a little graphic. It's very graphic. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is it was, extremely graphic. It was, so it was, uh, Anyone listening who is feeling a little bit squeamish, squeamish uh, yeah, if yeah. you don't like to see swords going through the back of people's heads and people through their mouths, exactly, and yeah, and, exploding, and, and, yeah, this is not for you. But if you if you like it, then you get lots of that stuff here. Um, yeah, okay, so um, that that's really interesting, kicks because I kind of share some of those sentiments in that. Okay, so the first thing was when I found out it wasn't the kickass that we know that sort of deflated things a bit for me because then it was, oh, all right. So there's no big conflict between these two friends. It is literally just hit girl going after yet another criminal. Imposter. Yeah. That's exactly. how I felt as well. Except yeah, I didn't that feel... this one is, is an, is a kick-ass imposter. That, that's just what it was. Right. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and, and as a result, just, just like you, it kind of, it kind of, criminal. I know that, that, but that's what the, that's what the book kind of made it seem like, yeah. right? So um, you realize, okay, she's being subversive and all that stuff, and and really that that leads me in that leads into what this book actually did for me. So what really happened in this, in this book was not much. It was just hit girl going after um, kick ass. That was basically it. But what this book did is it made me interested in the new kick ass. 
because the idea of it, I thought was really cool. Um, because I think about, okay, how would someone really um, pull off a sort of Batman thing where they become a costumed vigilante and they, they, they take out crime? Um, and there's this person who has taken up the, the um, who has basically joined the criminal underworld and basically become the Joker, right? But become the Joker for the right reasons to smash crime. And she's now having to deal with a sort of mutiny, with the criminals mutiny, uh, mutiny against her. And then, quote unquote, Batman shows up and starts going after her criminal organization that's crumbling around her. I thought, this is really cool. I want to know more about this character. You know, there are other things that make her cool as well, like um, the fact that she's got a family. Um, I'm like, okay, how does that work? And then I looked at the solicitations at the back and I saw that uh, Mark Miller himself wrote the first issue or the first volume and I thought yes I am sold I am just completely and totally sold so this book itself yeah meh 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 but I'm sold yeah. on the character I, I, w- I would advise people to read the first volumes because uh, while well, you you touch on you touch on the family aspect there's actually a key thing that happened I don't want, I'm not gonna spoil it for anybody but a very key thing that happened to a fa- within a family that's a, a huge motiv- motivation for what she was doing so, yeah, I guess if you just come into it cold, you won't get her. You you get kicked out straight away. So, yeah, you get hit girl straight away because hit girl is a hit girl we know. But yeah, you might know. So it's it's, good. it's a fair point you guys made because obviously I've read them all before. So I, I I went in knowing what they're all about, but you guys are coming into it cold. So yeah, that, that's a fair. Well, I'm going to disagree with you, Dapo, that she isn't a criminal. I think she is a criminal. Oh. I- all vigilantes are technically criminals. No, even even, criminals. Uh, even Batman. Even for a vi- even for a vigilante, I don't think she's she's any she has any moral any moral leg to stand up against criminals. She basically built up her own gang, and yeah. she's but, now in the process of dismantling the gang. That's when it's that's when this particular yeah, but, what, but you okay? The guy she 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 built up. Built up what, what, do you remember what they were doing before and how she saved them? For what they were doing, yeah, but still, I'm not a fan of the. I'm not a particular fan of her character. A lot of her actions. Yeah, the, but if you think about it, um, I, one of the reasons why I'm interested in the character is because she's one of those characters who is in a properly gray area. So you know, um, in comics, many times when you've got characters that are gray, what that just means is oh, they kill. So it's like oh, I'm Punisher. I am an anti-hero. So basically. I am as goody two shoes as Superman, but the difference is that I shoot people dead with my gun. You know, you're not actually stepping into those morally gray areas and making these weird decisions where you're going, okay, the greater good, okay, the um, the end justifies the means, and so on and so forth, and actually taking part in criminal enterprise you know, <laughs> in order to in order to execute those things. It's one of the things that I think DC has tried their best. They, they've been toying with it with Matches Malone and Batman, where there's this idea that Batman has a criminal alter ego, where he's um, he's this guy called Matches Malone, and he actually you, runs... You remember once every six months that he exists. Exactly. He just uh, <laughs> he's supposedly running this criminal enterprise so that he can keep tabs on crime. But DC seems to be really scared to follow through on that because they know that if they do that, they'll have to sort of show Batman indirectly committing crimes. Um, and I sort of think this character 
would be able to do that. She'd have the freedom to do that. Well, so she, yeah, it does have that freedom. Yeah, without spoiling, going to what they said, she asked. She has technically committed some crimes. And when I say some crimes, like a proper, real bad crime, is one that she actually committed. Um, we, we might say she, her hand was forced, but technically, and I, I can get where Tunde is coming from. Uh, do you know? Do you know that crime I'm talking about today? Without spoiling it for everybody the else, the one in the the one in the last couple of issues. No, the one in the family. Oh yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes. yeah, yes. Yeah. And that's that's an interesting thing because if you're going to write this sort of complicated story where there's a character that you just can't, you might not be able to redeem. If it's going to be realistic, there are going to be times when they're going to have to have done things like that. So I just want to see how it's done. And uh, if it's done badly, then I'll be the first one on here making fun about it. And, um, and, and I, I think that crime was referenced in, in this one, yeah. in, in issue two. Oh, With no. a sister at the beginning? Is that the yes, one? Yes, correct. Has, okay. Oh, no, I might just spoiled it. <clears throat> Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, well, it's, it's, it's comics. Know. It's comics. We read no, them I'm out just, of order. Just, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's you're right. right. It's something to do with her sister. Yeah. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. right. So we're asking people to pick this one up. Well, I would. Um, back, but... Read back. Should they? Should they read from back issues? Yeah, to... I mean, based on your feedback now, I would then suggest that actually people don't read it this one and two by itself. Yeah. They should go back and read the first volumes. And even Hit Girl, the volumes before, because Hit Girl's been on some really great stories as well, before they both uh, converged together. So, you know, it, to give people a lot more background, I think yeah. I'll suggest. So basically read the new hit, the new Kick-Ass and read yeah. Hit Girl, and then you can jump into Kick-Ass versus Hit Girl and start yeah. following it. Yeah, I think that makes sense, yeah. I think that's the best way. Awesome. Right. We're going to talk about, and this is, this is a special request from Wale, I'll put this on you, Wally. We're going to talk about a couple of... Well, actually, you wanted to talk about King and Black, a couple of issues in the King and Black story. Uh, yeah, so I read two King and Black books. Um, I think last week you guys had a field day talking about King of King and Black, and I have mm-hmm. to yep. admit, I was just not listening to you guys. So <laughs> um, I, I had absolutely no idea what you guys were talking about, and I didn't care because it was all about symbiotes. And I think, as I said then, I think symbiotes are a stupid idea, and I hate them, and I think they're crap, blah, 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 blah. blah. Um, so I picked up Black Cat, not knowing it was part of King and Black. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't have read it. And um, I picked it up because, of course, Black Cat was on the cover. And I'm like, oh, look, Black Cat, she's cute. And I just finished playing. She is Cat. not cute. Uh, whatever. And the, okay, <laughs> no, no, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah cute's not the one I'd use it either. You know, she's hot. hot. <laughs> she is hot. Okay. Sorry, to, sorry, go on. Uh, yeah, well, it's it's comics. They're, everybody's hot in comics. Ooh, and. I just finished playing the Spider-Man game and so yep. Black Cat's a character in there. Um, and I thought, oh, I'm interested in Black Cat. Let's see what she's doing. She's stealing from someone. Um, and it tied into King and Black. And it tied into it in a way that made King, King and Black seem interesting to me. I mean, I was like, wow, what's this? There's a massive alien invasion. Um, there's, there's, there's the Sentry. There's Doctor Strange. You know, um, the, the symbiotes are basically taking over superheroes with superpowers and creating these superpowered symbiotes. I thought, okay, this is like proper apocalyptic doomsday battle sort of stuff. 
so it was kind of fun. And there was a very, the, the story itself has a very interesting premise, uh, which is that, um, well, if, if you're following King in Black, you know that there's been this invasion and the Avengers got their asses kicked. Um, and so now it's, it's up to characters like Black Cat um, to, um, to, to sort of like um, regroup um and bring up sort of bring up the rear so we're introduced to black cat we're introduced to the fact that she's a thief and she has um she's she's supposed to pull off the greatest heist of all which is to steal dr strange from the king in black (laughs) (laughs) so so, uh okay that sounds very red red did you go on did you read this Oh yeah, I've been reading King in Black. Okay. But I, I, I think I might be the only one that has a problem with King in Black. Why does it remind me so much of um, Blackest, Darkest Nights or the Blackest Night? Oh yeah, yeah, that's Ooh, true. Okay. It does, it does. And, okay. and, and I'm thinking it's so it's so large in scope that by the time they bring him down, it's going to it's going to become something stupid. I don't see how I don't see how it can end sensibly. It's just the scope is so massive. When I when I read the century one, I'm like, wow, how do you come back from this? Like, <laughs> unless you just have to write some Ojoro thing in there and just oh, yeah. uh, Good so old it's 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 making me a bit skeptical because yeah, that scale is huge. Because as King in Black, I read the uh, well, one for Neymar. Yeah, think, yeah, yeah. I read that one. I think Atlantis attacks, yeah. and then there was the Neymar yeah, number one. Attack, yeah, I read those ones yeah. as well. I th- I think in cases like this, it's all just sort of a roll in, a roll of the dice. I mean, we're rolling two dice. Yeah. We might roll snake eyes. We might roll double sixes. You're not it, when stories are big and huge um, and yeah. grand like this. They have the potential to be mind blowingly awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, more often than not, they're just going to be absolute crap. Yes. But we never yeah. get awesome unless we. To be honest, I, I, my my biggest issue is just this whole. Arc is the backstory to Noel mm-hmm. is cosmic level, yeah. great, yeah. And, and and some of the books have been really great. The Civil Civil book was awesome, yeah. Back in black, yeah. It ties into God the Butcher, the Necrosword. It has yeah. high level. What what's annoying me now? So you're this big massive god from the dawn of time. You've escaped finally. You come back. And what are you doing? You're coming to Earth to fight Brox. Are, are you... Are you... <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's like, it just, it just seems way beneath him. But, but, so, so I thought, because I hadn't read the earlier books, that uh, there was some rationale for him coming to Earth that I hadn't read. So are you guys telling me that he literally just came to Earth to fight with Eddie Brock? Is it really that stupid? Uh, am I going to have to start <clears throat> There's a bit of a spoiler. There's a bit about... of a spoiler. I think we, we tried to avoid this two weeks ago when we talked about King in Black number one. Um, okay. Yeah. So there, there is a bit of a spoiler. Right. I, right. I, right. I, I don't want to. I don't want to go into it. In, 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 okay, on this so episode. without 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 talking about the spoiler, yeah. the first time we saw King in Black was um yeah. in Thor, when Thor, when I uh, was a Silver Surfer that asked Thor, "What did you see?" That what do you remember uh, the end of yeah, that Thor yeah, yeah, coming? Yeah. So I don't think that's the first time we see him actually. No, I mean, what, what was what was coming? That was the lead up, yeah, 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 yeah. The lead up, and it was cosmic, also, like you said. But now oh, it, was, it, was, it was epic. So what? What it was epic? What was expected? Was, and, and Thor was like rightfully scared, yeah, uh, drinking himself to death. And 
now I'm so 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 we like, saw the so so Thor saw the king in black. So it was like, oh my god, it's Thanos! So, oh no, so he, he's coming! Yes, so you know, exa- he was scared. Exactly like exactly like that. But, yeah, but okay, so from this book, yeah. I've got the idea that he beat up the Sentry, and I think anyone who beats up the Sentry has to be awesome, right? Yeah, he beat up no. the Sentry. Yeah, he's awesome. I don't. Think, I'm not. I'm not doubting his power. I'm just saying why you know he's, his motivation to come to Earth. To, to get his symbol from Eddie Brock. Yeah, 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 exactly. It just sounds... <laughs> it, it, to me, it belittles him. It does. I mean, it on, does. On, on, on his way here, he's been, he's been eating planets and it, all the comics in Marvel, like Galax- uh, Guardians of Galaxy, they've all been talking about, oh, planets going dark, sun's going dark, you know. And now he's on Earth. And, uh, he's, okay. le- he's legitimately labelled as the first villain. Yeah. So he's the oldest yeah. villain. He's like, he's, oh, really? He yeah. is, yeah. So him, he's a pantheon god. Yeah. But for the symbiotes, it, so he's like on that level. He's basically mm. before yeah. God said, "Let there be light." He, he yeah. was him. <laughs> oh, this yeah. is this is blackest night. Mm. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I told you. Oh no, Tunde, what did you want to say earlier? Sorry, forgot to go. Oh no, I just feel the story is going to be terrible. I think I and I agree with you. I I hundred percent agree with you. And I and I want to I'm willing to wager money that to show you how weak it will be, for me personally, the aftermath of any story is where we really see what happened. So don't give me a story which at the end of it, everybody goes back to their lives and everything's fine. Nobody's quote unquote dead. We don't have any new character or any you understand, like don't build me up and then like you know the really great ones that we've had the siege you know we've with the siege dark rain um secret invasion uh war of kings annihilation there has been fallout but when there is you know when that we have a, a massive wide like, like red said like a wide scale huge in scope events and then at the end of it, nothing has happened. Nothing has changed. You know, the bad guy came, we beat him and he left. Like, you know, the big ones that we've had, <laughs> World War Hulk, there's always something that's happened towards at the end of it. We're like, oh shit, man, how, how are we going to... But do you think Marvel is ever going to allow the symbiote into their universe in any way or form? No, that's, I I, I'm saying that's... that there won't, I'm saying there won't be. There's, mm. there's not going to be any fallout or any aftermath. It's just, it's well, just like Empire. Well, you, you you know, Empire. And nothing's you changed, never really. You never, you, know, know, you never know. It might, it might have that, that, That's genuinely why I said I want to wager. I'm, I'm okay. sure I'm because, sure nothing. Mm, I don't because when, when, um, when, the, when Hickman's Secret, um, Secret Wars 2 at the mm. end and when um, Franklin was recreating the world, yep. it did not go away. It, so the, you had people with memory lapses, the time gap. So they still try to continue, even though it was like a reset. Yeah. yeah. And, and and that's why I think at this scope, at this level, it's just going to be contrived when 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 they resolve it. I don't see how you can Agreed. resolve it without without and, and just make it all go away. So mm. I, I, I'm I'm reading it. I'm enjoying the books, but so, okay. Oh, so, okay. so Red, are you enjoying yeah. all the books? Because what I, I was going to say, are you really? No, 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 Because what I found is that the books, the, the two I enjoyed the most are the ones that are, are almost the least tangential to the story itself. They're like Black Cat, the Black Cat one that Wally just mentioned. Black That's what I like yep. too. I enjoyed it a lot. Mm-hmm. And I, I like enjoyed it. the Immortal Hawk one. Which what, about, what about 
What about the Neymar one? I didn't like uh, it. Attack on Atlantis. You didn't like it? I, I, yeah, I, I, was, I, I didn't feel okay. it. Personally. I didn't like it. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, yeah, so, uh, okay. But you're right. I, I, I'll give Donny Cates a chance. You know, we'll see. <laughs> see what happens. We'll see what he's doing. Yeah, okay, we'll see what happens. I'll go back and I'll, I'll read King and Black one just so because right now I'm really excited about it and I thought, oh, King and Black looks like it might be cool, but you guys are just sort of making me think it's, that it it's might just cautious, cautious optimism. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're being cautious here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm not being cautious. Yeah, you're unfortunately not a Marvel fanboy like they are. <laughs> today you're you're going in hard on this, right? You're saying it's gonna be a film. Is that right today? It's, yes, exactly. I don't think it will fail. I think it's just gonna um take us so high and just, just drop us at the end. It's like no, no, that, it's that, that's what yeah, that's what I'm scared of. About the Justice League yeah. pile of nonsense in this in this uh Oh gosh. And then let, let's just not oh, let's skip. Oh, yeah. skip. Forget forget I talk forget I mentioned. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not even reading that. Well, Wally, issue one will give you a little more clarity over as to, as to why he, uh, why Noll is here. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. I'll definitely, I'll check out issue one and then we'll see. Uh, if it turns out to be crap, then I'll just leave King in Black for you guys uh, to, to read and I'll just dump it. Because like I said, I always thought symbiotes were a stupid idea. Never liked them. Never I liked fine. Tom Hardy's movie. It was fun. It was, it was, it was a laugh. You know, it was a comedy. But that that doesn't like that film. <laughs> Which one, what, what, what movie is that? Venom. Um, Venom. Venom. I, I suppose oh, anyone who okay. actually likes symbiotes probably wouldn't like that film. I just liked it because it was stupid. Uh, the way it was talking in his head was hilarious. <laughs> right. So, guys, we're coming to the part where you guys are going to get you guys to talk about one comic you've read this week, or not this week, or a comic that you want to re- recommend. Could be this week. Could you could be something you've read ages ago. And I'm going to go first this week because um, Wiley's already spoke about Black Cat and the same author, uh, let me get his name right, Jed McKay. He, he wrote my favourite comic this week, which I literally read like 20 minutes before coming on this podcast. And it was awesome. Taskmaster, Taskmaster number two. I absolutely loved it. I don't know if anybody's read it. I read it too. I read it. I thought it was yeah, a that's cool a good book. Yeah, <laughs> it had this nice um, homage to um, Frank Miller, Batman. Yeah. Love it, love it. Did you say mm-hmm. today? Have you read it? Yeah, yeah, it's a good book actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I love it when people in comics who are out of their class get dealt with. You know, when you step beyond your class, you get dealt with, and and they know that. Listen, actually. I'm fighting here. I, I'm going against somebody. I should. I, I have no reason to useless. be anywhere yeah. near. And they admit that yes, I'm useless here. This is this is a hail mary. I've only got one chance. I, I just loved it. it. It was. I was smiling throughout the whole the whole, comic, the whole beatdown of Taskmaster and the fact that he's an arrogant. Um, so, pardon me for use prick. So and so makes it even better. <laughs> You know when he's when he's getting his ass kicked by um Hyperion, uh, I'll let somebody else comment on that. If, if anybody has read it, I want to say something about it. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I, I didn't know. I didn't know we had a new Hyperion though. Um, that that but that's the I I, I don't want to. Let's not go into it. It's your recommend. I don't want to talk about it. But I didn't know that there was a new Hyperion. So that was interesting. So, so okay, you 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 you've you've come up with one point that there's always been a bugbear when it comes to Squadron Supreme. There've been so many of them. 
I actually lose track. <laughs> now, I know, I, know for, I know for a fact this is not the one that was friends with Tor. No, definitely no, 100% no, not. No, yeah. There was also no, one that recently was a, was a trucker. And I'm not yeah, sure whether this, this no. is the same one as a trucker one, but I don't think it is. It's it's it's, it's not no. Yeah, you see, so yeah, I mean, the trucker I mean, one was after Thor. Yeah, it was, was after, after Thor, yeah. was after Secret Wars. I yeah. mean, for anybody who's wondering what we're talking about in Marvel Universe, Hyperion is basically a version of Superman, and we've had many of them come, and they come from he comes from a different dimension, and we've had many of them come, and some have been evil, some have been psychotic, some have been heroes. So we have this particular one. We not, we're not even sure which one it is. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but so but that's that's my recommend. Anybody who wants to have a, a good I would say read one read issues one and two. It's a good read. Uh, Taskmaster is, is is great, it's great fun. Uh, and um uh, what's his name? Nick Fury is also on good on, in, in good form in this yeah. comic. And I can't wait. And it's it's almost like a treasure hunt. So basically, um Taskmaster has to has to go after three people. Um he has, he has to get something from well basically you need to copy their moves. So this issue is up against Hyperion. I think he's going to go up against, um, what's her name in there? Okoye. Okoye. Okoye from Wakanda, which yeah. should be fun. She, then he's going to go up against, what's the last one he's going to go up against? Remind me. Uh, I think he's the uh, Agents of Atlas Sky, I think. I'm not sure. Uh, I can't remember. Okay. Anyway, it's fun. And all the while he's doing this, he's got a Black Widow. Trying to hunt him down. Trying to, trying to hunt him down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know, it's 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 a good read. It's a good read, everybody. So hard. I suggest yeah, true, true. Okay. Who wants to go next? Wally. Um, I'm kind of late to the party. I think probably everyone here should have read this, but if anyone listening hasn't read it yet, Birthright issue one. Um, <laughs> yeah. I oh, love awesome it. Book. In fact, awesome the only book. reason I want to stop reading it is. It seems almost made for Netflix. And when I got to the end of the first issue and there was that little twist, I thought, if this was a Netflix TV show, I would be hooked right now and it would be brilliant. So I'm wondering, do I just wait for Netflix to pick this up and just kind of watch it? You know, should I really continue reading? But yep, check out Birthright. Um, It's an image comic and it's pretty cool. Yeah, and I, and I do think talks in in the back of the court. You said talks have already started on the show. Ah, well, so there you go. I mean, it's a shoe in. You read it and you're like, this this has to this is going to Netflix. There's there's just no way it's not. Yeah, um, written by Joshua Williamson, and who since then has now started doing some work in DC as well, based on on the back of that comic. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Red. No, I'm not. I don't. I didn't. I've not read anything. I don't nope. even know what. It, it doesn't have to be anything this week. Just I any, can't, any... I, can't, I can't remember. I can't. I can't come up with anything right now. I'll, I'll pass. I'll pass for this week. Okay. Okay. Next I'll week. Then. week yeah. Okay. Next week I'll come Maybe. up with something. Okay. Um, good. Uh, so for me, I'm going to go way back and recommend Day Tripper. This is a very. This is an old comic, and okay. it's very slice of life. It's one of my favorite comics ever. I usually read these comics over and over again. It's basically a celebration of life. It follows the life of this particular writer. That, and the basic thing is that it dies at the end of every issue. So it just takes up the moments in time of his life and 
he dies at the end. So it's one of my favorite books ever in terms of comic book history. It's one of my favorites wow. ever written. The art, the writing, it's all top tier writing. So yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what? Yeah. I will, I will, I will be honest, I will rate today's uh, recommends uh, because yeah. <laughs> he's given me two now that I've I've been like, okay, these are good. The uh the the, the black lightning one last no, two weeks ago. Yeah. He, 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 he recommended The Other Side of the DC Universe to do well done. That was a good one. And then uh, Naomi, which I read as well. I finished that. So I tried to read what you guys are recommending. And, and Naomi was good. Uh, and that, well, I read Hellblazer, um, uh, Dead or Rising or something. Rise and Fall. Rise and Fall, yeah. yeah. Issue two. Issue one and two. It's only an issue two now. Loved. I, I was laughing out loud. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. laughing out loud. It's 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 super. So guys, please try to read that. That's just issue one and two. But can I can I, can I just take a step back to what um, I'm surprised anybody else has read this book? To be honest, that Tindy just mentioned. Never I read this book. It's, it's, it must it's, it must be years ago, and the tear in that book is something I always thought in my head. And I remember Red will not remember this. I remember telling you Red about that this guy seems to have stood in my idea. And, and obviously, he's written it 10 times better than I could ever have written the story. But it's, it's an idea I've always had that about that, you know, you know, when you almost die, something happens to you and you almost die and you, and you survive. Yeah. We've, dis- we've, dis- we've discussed this more than once. Yeah. I've always felt that actually, no, you do die, but your soul then moves you to another, a, a parallel world where you survive. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> And this, uh, and so when I read this book, I was like, "Oh my god, this is my story! This is my story!" <laughs> <laughs> but it's a, it's a great book. Yeah, it's it, it's it's well written. It's very well written. Today, you're 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 batting hundred for hundred here. He's just a DC fan. Um, for me, <laughs> um, I'm caught between something new and something old. But I think I'm going to go with something old and. Rather than a comic, I think I'm going to go with a story arc, and that is the um, Immortal Iron Fist. And I would like you guys to read the um, Ed, Brew, Ed Brew Raker, uh Immortal Iron Fist. So, so this was, I think, 2006 or so. Uh, and this is kind of where he goes to Conlon with, um, there's a tournament. So if you like tournaments... Oh, okay. This is the book. So there's other like uh, Iron Fist that come and Orson's there, and it's really good. So Immortal Iron Fist by uh, Ed Brubaker and um, there was somebody else that was uh, there was somebody else that uh, Matt Fraction, Matt right. Fraction as well who did Iron Man. So read that, um, and, and uh, I'm sure you'll like it. If you what like tournaments and martial arts, what is the one where they introduced the fat guy? I can't remember his name. The fat guy was there. Yeah, okay. The uh, pirate queen was there as well. And there the was so spiders, the spider person. I don't remember a spider okay. person. Is it the one with the champions? The champions from the- it's the one with the five champions from the different cities that all came together for a tournament. So, yeah, if you like martial arts, you you like that book. So try uh, Immortal Iron Fist uh, by Ed Brubaker and Matt Fraction. Okay, yeah, so that's it for me. And I think that's it from everybody. We've heard from everybody, and thanks again for guys listening in. And well, now, well, before we go, yes, yes, a yes. Quick one. Uh, uh, do we have? Uh, do we have? Are we dropping something next week? Yes, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna drop we're gonna do an episode on the we're gonna record it on the twenty eighth of, okay. of of December, and uh, you guys might get it 
you know, just as you're going into the new year. So we will have something for you. And I think the suggestion is that we might look about ahead, see yep. what we think is coming for 2021, what we're looking forward to. It might be a general podcast. So we'll talk about comics and comic related stuff. And we know, we all know that 2021, the slate is Between DC and Marvel, and this no, 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 no. There is no between DC and Marvel in 2021. It's all Marvel. Marvel. And then DC is talking about. It's all DC in 2021. how dare you? Have you, forgot, have you, have you <laughs> got about the, the great Snyder? I have it's coming out. Come on. No, no. It's no longer Snyder cut. It's not director's cut. So it's not the director's cut. cut. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, next, so, so, yeah, we'll talk so the next episode of the podcast will be a, a good bye to 2020, or should I say good riddance to 2020 episode. <laughs> and I was trying to welcome in 2021 and our thoughts on what's coming. Brilliant. Okay. So, guys, look forward to the episode. Hopefully, you know, we, we can share some break, some goodies of what's coming up. And so everybody say your buys. Hi, right, guys. Yep. Thank you very much Bye. for joining us. Okay. Great like, yep. subscribe. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. Wally. See you next week. Yep. See you next week. Sign out, everybody. Hey, guys. Nigel.